You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast. You have chosen wisely. Thank you, Nigel, for that introduction. How are you feeling today, Gobby? I'm well. How are you, Jerry? I have a sinus infection. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's disgusting, and you're disgusting. Thank you. Oh. Uh, we're gearing up, and I say gearing up, I mean we're looking for a hotel room because ours got uh, lost in the reservation. Uh, for the upcoming board game convention in Dallas, Texas, called Board Game Geek. Heyo. Heyo. Um, what did you like about Board Game Geek last year? I spent three days gaming. Woke up, me and you woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning, started terraforming Mars, played games all day without interference, no worries, no stresses, didn't worry about going to work the next day. From Thursday to Friday... No, Saturday, I gamed and just enjoyed myself. I got to meet Jeff Engelstein. I saw Rodney. I smelled Rodney. I stood behind him in line. Tom Vassell. To get a coffee. And Rodney Smith smells really good. (laughs) I talked to Sam Healy. I saw Sam Healy. Very nice guy. I got on the, fun fact, I'm on the Dice Tower. Yes, you were. And you don't, you, you, of all. Makes me angry because I was a dice tower enthusiast, and you poo-poo the dice tower. I don't poo-poo the dice yeah. tower. Oh, oh, you liar! I, I you liar! <laughs> I enjoy the dice tower at, at times. I think Eric Summoner's nice. Eric Summerer, not Summoner. The guy that's got the really deep voice. Eric Summerer. Eric Summoner is what he's called in. Summoner Wars. Anyways, and Z. I like Z. Z is hilarious. I like Z. And then Tom is interesting. I met Tom. We met all three. I got to meet all of them and say hello. And I've been paying attention to them for a long time. And they're what kind of what got me started into all this. I watched their um, the Dice Towers top ten of what's their introductory games? I, their I gateway re- games. I don't really remember. But anyway, so I met them, but most of all, I just liked waking up, playing games. Eat, go sleep, wake up, play games. And that's all I had to do for several days, and that was very enjoyable. I enjoyed playing games with various people. And I was with you. That's very touching. Uh, I enjoyed playing games with the various people that we came across. The, For instance, there's a gentleman that taught, taught us how to play. Uh, well, he didn't teach you. You weren't there. Uh, Glory to Rome, the black box edition. Got to play it. Got to learn it. It was awesome. Got to play uh, Dead of Winter with two guys, two brothers. One of them named Keith. We died the first round. They were not pleased. They were not happy. That was funny as all get out. <laughs> what was the guy with the hat? The guy that wore the leather hat that played... Um, we met him in the elevator as we was going down to find a room where we was playing that uh, Defenders of the Last Stand. He wanted to play. I don't know. I called him Ron. He was... <laughs> He was very enthusiastic about playing Defenders of the Last Stand. I called him Ron the entire time. Well, then I guess his name was Ron. I, I don't think his name was Ron. <laughs> Later when I, uh, then we got to go to the trivia night. You weren't there for that either. I wasn't there. I got to go to the trivia night. And who was on my team but John Gets Games. John from John Gets Games. John Gets Games. I don't know my John's last name. Reviewer. John? John... You, he's your favorite reviewer? You don't know his last name? Well, he doesn't pronounce it often. He doesn't want people all up in his business. I'm all up in his business. We were best. But I did know his... Me and John are best friends now. We come in like 15 out of a group of 30 teams. 
on trivia. I really do like John Lucas games, and we hope that he teaches us through the ages at BGG. My mad knowledge of Tom Hanks movies is what propelled us through the ranks of that trivia game. Tom hates movies? No, Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. The actor. You know, Forrest Gump? Gotcha. Saving Pirate Ryan? Yes. Vin, uh, what was the... Captain Phillips. So was it movie trivia? Some of it was movie trivia. Some of it was science. Movie but, trivia, I would destroy anyone. I know, because all you do is sit around and watch TV. All I do is watch Tom Hanks shows. I love Tom Hanks. Do you remember a question? You got mail. Yes. It was like the most obscure, named the most obscure Tom Hanks movie ever. And I pulled one out of nowhere. It's like a, like kind of like a reverse family feud. Like they ask 100 people, 100 people, of course, will say, you know, Forrest Gump, what was the least? The least known Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Money Pit. Nope. That's very popular. I named one from the 80s with none other than Dan Aykroyd. It was the remake of one of the best cop shows ever, Dragnet. Dragnet? Yes. Nobody knew Nobody that? remembered Dragnet. That was an awesome oh. show. Board Game Snogs recommend Dragnet. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Uh, what are we talking about? I don't know. We don't ever know what we're talking about. B- oh, BGG. Is the best convention so this ever. This year. We're if going we, to BGG. If we happen to post this before BGG, which happens, is two and a half months away, John of John Gets Games, I love you, and I want you to teach us through the ages. I have through the ages. I just don't have time for it. Cohort played trivia with you in BGG, and y'all won, right? Come in fifteenth. Okay, so out of thirty, <laughs> not bad. So halfway, you're at, you're that you're literally average. Well, me and John both look very average. Y'all are very average We're white very, guys. Very average men. Well, actually, John's got like dark hair. You're even sandy headed. I lift though. You have green eyes. What color are John's eyes? Do you know what color John's eyes are? I think they're brown. That's weird. <laughs> and we're going to edit that. He's a nice looking man. Run, John. <laughs> Run what far away. What color are your eyes? Are they green? You are creeping everybody out. Stop <laughs> creeping. Guess who? <laughs> okay. Let's get off of John Gets Games. And uh, BGG. So this year, I have a list of games I would like to play that we have not played. Because last year at BGG, we knocked out a bunch of games we thought we wanted. But then we played them. We're like, no, this game is terrible. And the BGG library is very good. They have a huge, massive library that we were able to play. And able to narrow down some of the games that, uh, well, ended up being terrible. For instance, the Risk Glorified, which was 1775, the Rebellion or whatever. Terrible. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Do you like Risk? Well, then you'll like 1775, the Rebellion. Do you want something more? You're not going to get it because you literally just roll dice against the dice I rolled and then you play. We played Defenders of the Last Stand. Was that my game we played or was that the BGG version? That was your version. Or my game. Okay, so we played that. It was, uh, Jerry didn't like it. I thought it was all right. Defenders of the Last Stand? Yeah. It sucks. It was okay. It's pandemic with just miniatures. Replace the disease cubes with... Project Elite, I loved. But then the guy, like, says he's not making any more games. Because everybody was mean to him? Yeah. I seen him a bunch bunch of threatening emails, too. He got got real butthurt about everybody making fun of his miniatures, and he's like, I'm not making games anymore. I seen him a bunch of threatening emails, I think. 
Do you send him? <laughs> no, I didn't know the guy. I didn't really like the game. Uh, it was all right. It, it would be interesting to see if they were to uh, kind of redesign it, do a different edition, and clean up some of the rules. It might be a pretty decent game. I enjoy the real-time dice-rolling uh, for, uh, ooh, as we could talk about paramedics another day. You're going to eat out of a plastic bag crackers. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. Let me pick it up. Wild card. <laughs> I cut the brakes! Did you see that part? Yes. Okay, what else were we talking about? But the stuff we're looking forward to at BGG. Besides John's beautiful brown eyes. Okay, so Jerry's chewing on crackers. So I guess it's just up to me to talk about G- BGG. Coming uh, November 14th. When does it start? Does it start on Wednesday? Wednesday's the 15th. The 14th is my anniversary. So I shall forego my anniversary and attend BGG. Just FYI. Maybe that Tuesday I'll say, Gina, I love you. That's all that's necessary. Give her some roses, which she doesn't like. She's told me before, don't buy her roses because they just die and it's a waste of money. She appreciates practical things, much like her mother, who wants a gopher trap because she has a garden and the gophers get in her garden. What's a gopher? It's a small little rodent about the size of a rat. They apparently just burrows through the dirt and eats stuff. Indigenous to this region? Yes, very indigenous. My cat caught one just outside my front door, and I live in town. That's not your cat. <laughs> it is my cat. Mm-hmm. Whose cat is it? Not yours. What are you talking about? You can't own an animal. <laughs> she refuses to leave. She loves me. She's here out of love. I accept that. I don't own her. That cat can leave anytime she wants. Where's she going to get food? I'm pretty sure I can entice her to leave. I'd do it. All right. How are you going to entice her? Say goodbye to Mrs. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Pasha. Pasha? I love Pasha. Pasha loves me. She will not leave. Cats are the most loyal of all animals. Fact. Scientific fact. Dogs. You're thinking of dogs. Dogs are fine. What are you doing? Let's talk about Skull. Let's talk about one of our favorites. All up on it. This is why nobody... We have a whole podcast. Go. Yo mama. Now see, you can't say your mama jokes. Your wife told you. I'll say your mama jokes. Your wife told you not to say your mama jokes. She said don't do insults. Your mama is so obese that she's got rolls of fat and... Adipose tissue. That's just hurtful, not insulting. No. I guess I don't understand. You don't your know mama's mama jokes. Do you ha- I got the best your mama jokes. They you cut got, you to you the don't core. Have no, your I'm, mama give is me, so, Give it to me. Your mama is so large. Yes. She, How large is she? That she's got her own orbit. To, <laughs> like things orbit her. She's got her own gravity. She like things orbit her. Yeah. You get pulled into her orbit if you get oh close. Good. You don't well, want to mess with me. I'll drop this mic. Yo mama is so fat that when she was diagnosed with a flesh-eating disease, the doctor gave her 10 years to live. <laughs> That's pretty good. You've read that. Oh, <laughs> oh, just now. 
Your mama is so fat that her belly button gets home 15 minutes before she does. <laughs> Your mama is so fat, when she gets in the elevator, it has to go down. <laughs> Okay. So sticking but with seriously, <laughs> seriously, guys, um, skull, skull. That's like our favorite uh, filler game. Why is that? Because it is absolutely simple, but yet it is a great bluffing game. It's like Russian roulette without. I'm gonna bloodshed. pull the trigger on without bloodshed. I'm gonna pull the trigger on uh, who's got the flowers. I can flip over my flowers. It's a flowers or a skull. If you flip over a skull, then you, the game's over. But if you bid, I can flip over so many flowers before I flip over it. No, you don't flip over I skull like the at fact all. that you have spent, like, nobody knows how to play this game. <laughs> you have confused me. The game begins where it's you like eat. Russian roulette. No, it's not. I've come to that conclusion. It's, it is like Russian because you can pull the trigger. Like, say, I can flip over so many coasters. Just like a Russian roulette. That's what people are worried about. But you're pulling the trigger. I can pull the trigger. Basically, you're saying I can pull the trigger so many times and I won't get dead. Well, I'm glad you didn't get dead. Skull. Skull you. So if you're going to bid, you have to flip over yours first. So obviously, you're not going to put in a skull, which is what makes you dead in a skull. To digress to explain the game. You begin the game with Jerry four. Explain the game. You begin Jerry, the, the game. Master explainer. Let him close his eyes and start talking because that's what he always does. I close my eyes so that I don't, you don't see the disgrace in my eyes that I have for you. The shame that I have for you. Go. In Skull, you start with four separate coasters. Coasters. Costers. Kevin Costers. Coasters. <laughs> Kevin Coasters. Uh, three of which have roses on them. One has a skull. Every player begins by putting down one of these uh, particular coasters onto their mat. Skulls, if they're flipped over, they cost you a life, which is basically one of your coasters. So after everybody has placed down one of their coasters on their map, beginning with the first player, they can either add another coaster to the top of that said coaster or bid. And the bid is how many coasters are you going to flip over? So say there's four people playing, everybody's laid down four coasters. You know the max bid is four. If you bid two, you're saying basically that you can flip over your coaster and then one of the other player's coasters and it won't be a skull. If you happen to flip over a skull, then you lose a coaster. You lose all your coasters, you're out of the game. If you correctly can bid and win the bid and flip over all the coasters and show nothing but roses, you do that twice, you win the game. It sounds very convoluted. But it's so simple, and you've made it sound convoluted. Thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Play back the 20 minutes of you. Wow, there's a rose, and you flip <laughs> over said rose. No, and Russian roulette. It's Russian roulette in the sense that you can pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Flower, 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 flower. Okay, I bid four flowers. Mm. Flower, flower, flower power. If you flip over a skull, that's like the bullet. Bam, you're out. You're dead. I like the artwork. I like the Hispanic yeah, I mean, Day of the Dead. Yeah, I guess so. Artwork. Dios de la Muerte. What does that mean? Actually, I think it's Dia de la Muerte, Day of the Dead. Dios is God. So it's Dia, which is Day of the Dead. Right. Anyways, excellent game, like our favorite filler game. Cannot recommend it enough. If you like bluffing games. Even if you don't like bluffing games, 
Just buy it. <laughs> if there's buy it, skull is good enough that you should. But just skull, buy it. Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, which has nothing to do with the game. No, it just doesn't. rather the art, beautiful art. Right. Buy the game. It's a good game. Excellent game. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of bluffing and good games, we tried Tortuga. Oh yeah, the game you pre-ordered. I did. I didn't pre-order. I kickstarted. Yeah, uh, I forget good the choice. Name. Not, it was as Borat would say. It was rather disappointing. For a rather, game. rather, it was disappointing. Dan rather, it was, <laughs> it was Dan it was, rather disappointing. Dan rather was very disappointed in this game. It was it's supposed to be a um, hidden identity game, which was pointless because if you're you pretty much figure out who everybody is within the first couple of rounds. Yes, and then you spend the rest around. And there's no point to do anything other than what your identity needs you to do. There's no ambiguity there. No, there's no oh, hell ambiguity. Thesaurus. Uh, yeah, it just it was very disappointing. I'd the re- French need their treasures on one side. The English need their treasures on the other side. Just like in real life. If you're French and you need your treasure. Okay, so you got a boat, an island, and another. Please explain this. Gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to hear your explanation. My of... strength is explanations. There's okay. a boat. <clears throat> you have two boats. You two. have an island on this little uh, player board rollout map thing. So you have two boats, an island in the middle, and just south of the island is a uh, another vessel that has the treasures on it. You want to attack that vessel and get the treasures off that vessel onto your vessel. And once it's on your vessel, you want it to be on either the English side or the French side. Which, depending on your allegiance, which is handed out to you in a blind card handout thing, you flip it over, okay, I'm English or French. If you're French, obviously you're going to put that treasure on the French side. Because that's the whole point of the game, is to have the most treasure on your side, end of the game, right? Right. So why in the world is it covert? If, if I'm anything other than the quote-unquote renegade person, which like in... Uh, They're the Dutch, because everybody knows the Dutch are renegades. What's the game I'm trying to think of, though? The rolling dice game with the Cowboys and Cowboys, Indians, Arrows, bang the dice game. Which, bang the dice game, you have the renegade, which, which doesn't sucks. want either side to win. Bang the dice game Bang sucks. the dice game is much better than Tortuga. Yes, it is. Because Tortuga, you, you clearly want stuff on your side... Or not. The mechanics of the game sound interesting when you when it's on paper. When you actually play it with people, it does not. It breaks apart. It is not. I'd I'd rather played resistance, and resistance yeah. basically breaks down to me yelling at somebody or dead last. Uh, uh, yeah, there's no hidden roles. No, the roles they're they're supposedly supposed to be hidden, but they it's they pointless. they pointless. Uh, talking about hidden roles makes me think about hidden movement. Gobby really likes uh, letters from Whitechapel. Yes, I'm lukewarm on it. It's my number two. It's all time favorite. Uh, it's game. Uh, it's it's all right. I, it's exciting. I, I can't it's hate fun. on. I have recently acquired Spectre Ops. Did you finally get it? Yes, you Fed- did. Yes, FedEx lost it. Had somebody you named. You didn't tell me that. Somebody named Rudy signed for it, and Rudy, then yes, you Rudy, son of a. And so now we have Spectre Ops. And so we need to play with Spectre Ops. I think it'll be better than Whitechapel. No. There's space ninjas. 
I, there's I like miniatures. Sci-fi, I like space, I like ninjas, but there is there is a character that like. I believe it will be the same as Whitechapel. I no. don't know that it will be the better you could than shoot Whitechapel. People. You roll up in your car and shoot people. Yep, I'm liking it. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to say right now I'm going to go out on a limb. You right just now. don't like Whitechapel that I much just, because it, I beat you in three moves. Literally, I'm, you've never won Whitechapel. One's out of the other. I beat you in three moves. I am. I'm terrible at Whitechapel. There's something about. I don't Maybe know. You like Whitehall. The theme of Whitechapel. Just going around carrying, killing poor prostitutes. We should be helping these women. <laughs> yes, you're very... Yes, we should... Very much I like the, uh, to, I like to try to re-theme it. As is, instead of Jack, is like going out uh, killing these poor women. It is, I guess, quite not as... Uh, He's leading them to the church. Dark. I mean, you're talking about aliens and He's stuff. trying to that's, get them to repent. To a real person that actually killed real people. I can understand that. Yeah. Because this is depicting the death of real hookers. Exit us, please. Well, this has been Board Game Snobs. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it very much. Uh, we hope you enjoy the podcast and give us some feedback. Give us uh, five stars or whatever it is on iTunes. Like it. Give us stars. Review us. Rate us. Send us hate mail. We need mail. And then we'll give a... Uh, just like Tom Hanks. We'll start a Kickstarter. He got mail. Get rich, pay off our debts. Board game for a living. Thank you. Goodbye. Peace out. Please visit us at boardgamesnobs.com and on Instagram 